Three, two, one. Welcome. It is the seventh episode of the Hellzilla Weekly Podcast. Um, and yes, it, it hasn't necessarily been a weekly podcast, but we're gonna we're gonna correct that going forwards. Um, as there's so many it, there are so many interesting guests coming on, and so many interesting topics around healthy habits um, and health overall uh, that we need to need to discuss and. Um, uncover some of the great secrets or science myths um, out there um, about healthy habits and what does actually healthy living uh, mean in the longer term as well. Now this episode, episode 7, will be a solo cast, so it's only myself and Nico here. Uh, Follow me at Nico Ratala on Instagram, um, on Twitter and on well, basically everywhere you can. You can see some more more uh, context into into the story, which I'm going to share with you um, right now. Now, one of the uh, great things about New Year's um, is is that always when the year changes, right? So there there's always this thing that we need to make New Year's resolutions, which is awesome, because that that always starts with us to um, to generate some type of a change in our lives, which you want to be better. Um, in one or one or more aspects of our lives, and so many times, especially in the Western world and more and more in the Eastern world as well, um, what we're seeing is that um, uh, obesity or overweight uh, re- uh, results in people making resolutions around weight loss, um, and this is something that we obviously have seen in in both ourselves and our friends and and, and family members and so forth. I'm sure you've seen um, or you've made uh, one of these uh, resolutions yourself or perhaps seen some of your friends or family members make make these too. Now, weight loss is uh, one of the key aspects of, of healthy living. Uh, why is that? Why is this the case? It's simply because of the fact that o- obesity, over, overweight um, in general uh, across the world uh, is on the increase. It's been on the increase for decades already and that's per what data shows us. Uh, from research from years and years back, then this trend is still ongoing because of if you look into it, look into this, us as human beings have actually generated um, our own living environment um, is is an infinite amount of um, food and calories out there, which 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 almost everybody um, can afford and can actually have access to. <coughs> um, the more delicious, the better. Obviously, the food companies often try to maximize the deliciousness and the pal- palatability of uh, s- specific food ingredients uh, to make their product to sell more. And obviously, that creates these hyper palatable foods, which then taps into our, our re- brain's re- reward centers, uh, left, right, and center, and obviously then uh, makes us desire more of this. Um, <clears throat> obviously, there are s- multiple different ways how the modern society and societies previously as well have, have, have sort of tried to tackle um, the obesity overweight problem um, and there, there's been so many different diets um, that you'd go crazy by just trying to figure out how many different diets the humankind has actually tried to uh, come, uh, come across for um, weight loss purposes specifically. Um, and I'm sure you've you've heard about ketogenic diet. You've heard about intermittent fasting, uh, Atkins diet, um, 
paleo diet, um, you name it. You know, you have all these different diet cycle diets and and, and so forth and uh, that. Okay, so the question then becomes: Okay, so what? Which one of these is actually the best diet that you can actually embark on? Now, before we go into that, we, it, it's it it is very useful to actually discuss about weight loss and the weight gain gain um, problem that the modern world world actually actually has. Now, what actually causes weight gain in human beings? In most in most cases, um, weight gain is caused by overconsumption of calories. Now, this is obviously something that that will raise um, some controversies and, and different types of opinions on on uh, certain health influencers and and so forth. But um, the the clear stance in science according to research which is backed by multiple research studies is that weight loss and weight gain both are driven by imbalances in in your caloric intake um or sort of imbalances in your energy intake versus energy output which basically means that uh, if you eat more calories than what you put out you will simply um gain weight uh, as as your body will will um, store the excess energy excess calories into your adipose tissue as as body fat basically um and then how you lose weight is simply by eating less less calories than what you what you put out which basically means that your body will then burn the excess energy stores i.e utilize your your fat stores as um as energy uh, and basically make you leaner um, at the same time our bodies have have been developed into such amazing uh, survival su- survival machines over, over the you know uh, over the lifespan of the humankind or you know development of humankind itself that you know we had to as 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 a species we had to go through immense famines and and um, periods of low calorie availability whereby you didn't have uh, game you didn't have um, vegetables or vegetation you could actually eat because of cold because of uh, floods and so forth um, um, so obviously because of that then our our bodies had to develop mechanisms to actually survive um, over those uh, periods of time what basically then then meant that um, um, the sort of way how human body stores body fat uh, for the poorer times is it actually comes from the whole development of um, the human human genome um, from that angle and yes don't <laughs> I mean I'm not a scientist per se I'm just an just an enthusiast I'm, I'm just sort of I might be making making some errors in terms of the references but um, please do comment into um, social media or or into the the, the podcast um, platform if you uh, if you do disagree with uh, with any of the points raised here anyway so back into uh, weight loss uh, uh, as such. So as per uh, we as human beings nowadays in modern society are so um, unmindful in terms of what we actually eat. So we, we can eat whenever and whatever we want to. Um, Hyper palatable foods, uh, processed foods, um, um, you know, chocolates, goodies, um, deep fried, um, whatever, um, deep, even deep fried Mars bars, which to me still seems like the um, epitome of, of modern uh, delicacies, uh, basically, which can can be uh, putting on 
um, those unwanted pounds on, on, onto you. So what that then then means is that because of the fact that we actually, as as as, um, as human beings, we move less and less because of uh, personal means of transportation. You have e-scooters and, and you have buses and grabs and Ubers and, and cars and uh, electric bicycles and you name it. Um, we have everything, cars um, and so forth. So we basically expend less less and less energy um, onto our daily moving um, practices as well. Um, and in the in the uh, in the time of actually having more food available than we actually eat more than we put out and simply get fat um, over time or whereby um, the um, excess energy actually um, um, gets onto our bodies as, as body fat um, through various different um, chemical reactions within the body itself. I did go through this story, this whole journey myself as well. So basically, uh, I've, I've, I have um, struggled with obesity or overweight um, almost all my life, uh, or ever since I was a kid, um, all the way up until um, my thirties, basically, uh, going up and down in, in weight um, as a kid. Um, and I, as I played ice hockey from a very young age, that obviously helped out a lot in my in my weight management uh, when I was uh, when I was younger but when I actually stopped playing um, ice hockey at that high level when I was about 20 and went into university then um, obviously my my uh, exercise amounts dropped dramatically and eating and drinking habits uh, went quite haywire obviously what this is what happens when you go to university but there you go um, <clears throat> so I, I, I basically ended up um, gaining a lot of weight and then losing weight because I, I used to go on these on these um, diets because I always wanted to lose that weight so I did go on I, I did Atkins diet I did ketogenic diet I did very low calorie diet I went uh, I only ate powders for for like two months or so eating 800 calories a day and every single time I did um, these diets um, I, I managed to lose weight I managed to lose 15 10 15 even 20 kilos um, at a time um, which is great obviously um, you know that said that you can actually lose weight on whichever diet you want to embark on um, the challenge comes when you actually end the diet um, because what normally happens when you end the diet is that you simply go in onto this like okay I'm gonna simply return to my previous um, uh, caloric intake uh, or previous amounts of food which I ate well, as you as your body has basically um, um, been deprived of calories for months and months, what what ends up happening is this is this sort of um, adjustment of how how your body actually utilizes the calories you you are taking in. Uh, what that <clears throat> what that means is that when your body notices that there are less and less calories available in, through your diet what ends up happening is that is that your uh, caloric output uh, reduces um, i.e. adjusts to um, the lower levels which means that you know your survival mechanisms obviously kick in this what this can actually be explained uh, through is is reduction in your uh, non-exercise induced um, activities the neat so so-called like fidgeting um, um, like involuntary move, moving around and so forth, um, which then reduces the uh, the caloric output. Um, 
um, of your body. So what, because this, this happens in such a long period of time throughout your diet, then <clears throat> what actually happens when you re, uh, return into your previous or pre-diet um, 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 feeding patterns or eating patterns, um, what then happens is that your, your um, metabolic, me, metabo sorry, uh, metabolic rate is actually at a very much lower level than what it used to be. So now, as you return to your previous eating patterns, you stop putting putting you start putting on weight um, um, like <clears throat> like never before. Now, this has been shown in in, in uh, various various instances whereby um, <clears throat> so many people actually end up um, regaining more weight than what they what they eventually lost throughout that um, throughout their diets. So it's it, so technically what all of this means is that losing weight is not difficult the part which is really difficult is keeping the weight off um, and there's this, there is there are very good strategies to actually uh, do that but it requires quite a lot of <clears throat> um, mental effort um, and thinking behind it um, and yes it's it, it isn't easy I'm, I'm not gonna lie um, it took me maybe 10 15 diets to actually finally understand how um, how I can do it in a sustainable manner and glad to say now I've, I've been um, maintaining my weight for the last three years um, after my diet ended um, so I was on uh, I was basically doing my diet uh, for 28 weeks and I lost 24 kilos um, of my weight during that time all the way from 93 kilos uh, down to 69 um, <clears throat> almost a kilo per week uh, what, what I can say about my diet previously uh, is that I did it too fast. Um, if, I, if, if I would do that again, I would do it much slower. Um, and I did it to a very extreme, uh, extreme um, end whereby I got to a very lean body weight where my uh, body fat levels was about 5. Anyway, so how did I actually then devise this new diet based on all the previous failures <clears throat> and regains of, of the weight? I was approaching 35 years old at that stage, and I was I was quite frustrated uh, to to the one extent which which I had not been able to reach my goals in, which was my physical um, um, condition, i.e., being slightly overweight or or quite a lot overweight at 93 kilos, or give or take 205 pounds at um, 174 or 1.74 meters tall, or 5.9, give or take, um, which is a lot of weight um, uh, for sure uh, to my frame. So I wanted to get the one final diet in my life which I could then um, maintain or get into a really good condition and, and maintain that weight um, for a longer period of time or for the rest of my life basically. I did a lot of uh, <coughs> research and investigation and reading towards this uh, and tried to learn as much as possible. Um, and one of my key sources for nutritional and workout information has always been or has been for the last decade at least um, uh, Dr. Lane Norton, um, uh, and you can just Google him. He's a, a um, he's an immense source of information uh, around the the um, areas of nutrition, weight loss, working out, and so forth, muscle protein synthesis, and so so on and so forth. He did did his uh, PhD on that same um, same topic as, as well. <clears throat> so do give Lane a read. Um, a lot of good information there. But anyway, so his content sort of 
put me towards this um, idea of flexible dieting, um, whereby <clears throat> it doesn't actually matter that much of what you eat. More, what what matters more is how many calories or what are your macronutrients um, going to be throughout your diet. And that combined with the fact that <clears throat> in order for you to be able to to maintain your body weight, you need to just um, readjust your metabolic rate at the end of your diet and do what is called the reverse diet, <clears throat> i.e. Inc slowly increase your calories at least uh, for the length of time you were on diet as long as your weight gain starts to be linear, right? So this can actually take, for me, it took actually a full year every week increasing my, my calories like ever so slightly. Uh, but through that, I was able to actually um, readjust my, my metabolic rate to the higher calories without gaining um, gaining much weight as body fat. Um, so that was good. So overall, my <clears throat> my whole diet lasted for um, for about two years. Not quite, just under two years, maybe 28 weeks plus a full year or so. Uh, um, so it is a big big project but the results are obviously um, awesome indeed some other um, notes on uh, the flexible dieting um, method which I utilized which basically means that um, through this um, service called avatar nutrition which is still uh, up and running which is quite cool take a look at it avatarnutrition.com um, they've got this <clears throat> this sort of macro calculator which based on your own inputs and, and your weight loss goal, uh, it, will give, it will give you your macronutrient content, i.e. protein, carbs, and fat, which you need to eat for the, for the next week. And then based on your um, weight and body fat levels uh, on a subsequent, subsequent week when you do your check-in, your macros will get adjusted based on whether you are actually losing as much weight as you should be losing, um, and so forth. So <clears throat> that was like an awesome added authority for me to um, have everything um, on check um, throughout the 28 weeks I went through this. You could just sort of stop thinking yourself and simply eat exactly those, according to those macronutrients which were given to me. Um, now, <clears throat> why macronutrients themse themselves and not purely calories? Well, even though calories are are the most important bit on the, the whole weight loss journey. Um, eating more or higher protein um, diets is actually shown to be uh, shown to be a bit more muscle sparing. Um, now, obviously, it, when you do lose weight, and if you don't, if you do not do resistance resistance training, i.e., going to the gym, lifting weights, <clears throat> and eating a slightly higher higher protein um, diet, you might actually lose quite a lot of muscle mass as well, which is obviously a bad thing from for your overall health, for your strength, for your well-being, for your metabolic rate, for everything's perspective. So therefore, um, it is highly recommended to um, embark on some sort of resistance training um, regime together with higher protein um, levels to uh, make sure that when you are on that caloric uh, deficit, you don't actually lose that well-earned muscle mass, which is so in, so crucial for your overall health and longevity as uh, as well. Um, so <clears throat> basically, I, I I then followed this the the macronutrient nutrient targets I was given by 
um, uh, the Avatar Nutrition Service, uh, which I then plugged into MyFitnessPal. MyFitnessPal is an app you can download from the App Store or Google Play or whichever um, place or whichever stores you are using. Um, and it is it is one of these macro or cal- calorie calculators uh, apps out there. Probably one of the um, most popular ones, and it's got. Uh, it's got amazing content and all the foods are there and it's easy for you to just use the, the, the barcode scanner mechanism to um, input all the foods that you actually eat um, into that. Um, plus, obviously, one key content or one key tool um, is a food scale. Yes, it worked, worked for me and I still have my food scale. I do put stuff through my food scale because obviously, especially when, when weighing more calorically dense um, items like peanut butters or some oils or, or so forth, then using um, uh, a food scale is very important for you not to get any hidden calories into your diet um, at the same time. <clears throat> now, counting all your calories, is it mandatory for losing weight? No, it isn't, but it will make everything so much easier. It takes away the guesswork completely from your diet. Um, there are ways to lose weight, of course, without counting calories. I've done it myself previously as well. But uh, when I did um, track my calories, I still do, by the way. Um, it is so much easier for me to lose weight and keep my weight um, uh, in, in check now that I'm maintaining my weight all these years later um, at the same time. So... <clears throat> um, Every week, I would then get these new uh, macronutrient targets, which I would set into my my fitness pal. It set the carbohydrate, fat, and pro- protein intake targets there, and, and track your um, caloric intake against those macro targets on a weekly basis. Um, and as my own sort of body um, underwent this whole weight loss um, sort of time period. I obviously experienced quite a lot of um, adaptation and my, my metabolism slowed down quite dramatically over time, uh, which meant that my macronutrient targets kept ge- kept going lower, i.e. my whole my total caloric target per day kept going lower um, almost week after week, especially t- t- towards the end um, where I was on quite low ca- calorie uh, levels um, to that, that extent. But it worked. It worked really well um, indeed as well. Um, now, even though, as you might have uh, heard about this, if it fits your macros or IIFYM um, sort of con- concept, which flexible dieting in a sense is, um, then you could say that, okay, well, but you can eat whatever junk food you, you want to, to in order to hit your goals. That is true, but it does not actually work that way when, when you're... Uh, macros are going lower and lower because um, then you simply naturally start eating foods which are much more f- uh, filling such as broccoli, um, oatmeal, uh, zucchinis, a lot of uh, tons and tons of vegetables which has like zero to zero to very little calories on it um, on them. Um, you start eating shirataki noodles almost zero calories on that pure fiber um, at the same time. You start eating lean meats, uh, white fish, um, all these very, very healthy uh, whole food sources. And the more your calories actually go down, interestingly, the, the, the more whole foods um, intuitively I started at least eating. And I've kept that going um, ever since because I just feel so much better by eating 
um, a lot of fiber uh, from whole food sources, such as broccoli, uh, spinach, um, zucchini, and so forth. Um, and then trying to eat, eat quite lean meats, such as chicken, whitefish, um, and a, any uh, lean cuts of beef as well at the same time. So, so overall, even though you know you can't, you could technically eat a Snickers bar or whatever you wanted to within um, the, your given macronutrient targets. Um, the fact is, the hunger hunger over time becomes quite uh, troublesome, and then and then the the optimal way how to manage the hunger is simply to eat more filling food, i.e., volu voluminous foods, i.e. More whole food sources, uh, more great vegetables such as zucchinis and broccolis and so forth. Um, so it is it is great great way to diet for sure. It's not the only one, and it's it's not the means to an end. It, it just worked for me, and I, I think um, at least for me it is the best way to to diet. And obviously, I could still you know enjoy occasional beer or um, a glass of red wine or or that Snickers bar or whatever it was. So I I did not have to give out any food. Um, group or nutrient uh, group uh, out there because of my diet so I could <clears throat> still have my occasional snacks I just had to make sure I tracked everything and, and kept within my my caloric targets or, or, or macronutrient targets over time um, so losing weight this time was actually uh, very easy um, maybe Maybe it was the easiest because of my, my commitment to the whole target itself. Maybe it was the easiest also because of the, 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 the new approach which I took, which is the flexible dieting, which actually meant that I could sort of eat foods which tasted good. Um, uh, I could still have the occasional snack or alcoholic beverage or whichever I wanted to just to chill out a bit. Um, it wasn't too restrictive um and so forth so i, I truly in, enjoyed that uh, that journey uh, altogether <clears throat> and one one of the interesting bits which i actually then noticed um, as well is that you get really creative in your own cookings as as the calories and macronutrient targets go lower you start finding very nice and good and healthy ways to to uh, cook your meals um, I, I bought items like an air fryer which is an amazing um, piece of uh, kitchen equipment uh, slow cooker oh my goodness some of the stews I, I cooked with that uh, was just amazing um, um, and so forth so it's like <clears throat> um, just crazy good um, home cooking in very healthy ways as well and obviously including some legendary desserts and sweets as well which uh, which are which were um, uh, sweetened through uh, organic stevia a very natural um, uh, non-nutritious sweetener um, and then still you know enjoying nice sweets uh, sweet stuff desserts as well and not really uh, draining yourself from all the good goody <laughs> goodies of life if you may um, at the same time so it's it, it's been or it was an awesome journey for sure um, and it's it has changed my whole view towards living a healthy lifestyle eating healthy um, but not like giving up on all of your your good vices and, and niceties of life um, such as alcohol or or chocolates or whatever that might be for you um, at the same time puts everything into context right now, interestingly, then obviously, when I reached my my target weight, or when I was at the stage where I my body started really saying that okay, this is enough, um, I then began my um, um, 
one year long reverse diet. Um, what that meant was that I started increasing my calories from 1,300 calories um, slowly towards um, higher numbers. I, I did an initial boost of about 700 calories just to get myself back into maintenance um, because I, I, I first continued losing weight even though I started to increase my calories. So I continued losing weight for, for uh, weeks afterwards, so I had to boost my calories upwards not to keep losing weight anymore um, um, so that I could get back to the maintenance level uh, pretty quickly, which was around 2,000 calories, give or take. Um, and then pushing the, the caloric intake all the way up to 3,600 uh, towards the end of 2017, um, which, which was marked the one-year <coughs> um, uh, marker for me. Uh, uh, for the reverse diet that is so and obviously i was technically eating almost whatever i wanted to at that stage still trying to eat as much whole food sources as possible um, but the, the obviously the portion sizes had, had gone up significantly and my weight was not climbing i sort of um, gained about five kilos from my lowest weight um, or ten give or take ten pounds um, and then um, maintained that weight ever since give or, or plus or minus three kilos uh, to both directions mostly water weight fluctuation but anyway um, and then from that 3600 I've, I've come back to maintenance calories around 25 or 2000 to 2500 calories um, um, afterwards as my my sort of exercise levels have reduced since because during the time I was uh, I was eating 3,600 calories, I was ac actually working out twice a day, um, which, uh, doing a, a CrossFit workout in the morning and then doing a, a weightlifting bodybuilding workout in the evening. Um, so that was quite a lot, <laughs> quite a lot of workouts. So as I as I um, moved into one one a day workout regime, then I needed to cut some calories as well um, at that stage. But overall, um, it's been a very or it was a very um, educating journey for me in terms of how to lose weight and how to keep it off as, as well at the same time. Um, and as per what, what I mentioned previously, it's like um, there are so many ways to lose weight and all of the diets that you might try might actually take you there. Um, but how all of the diets, ketogenic, paleo, or you name it, whichever intermittent fasting or, or whatnot actually work is through... Um, energy balance so i.e caloric def deficit so you lose weight because of caloric deficit uh, you you obviously might lose weight a bit more more weight at least in a, in, in in the initial stages than uh, or for example with a ketogenic diet because of you you will lose some uh, some more water weight because you cut out the carbohydrates which actually then uh, <coughs> increase um, your your water weight uh, a little bit as well but does that mean you lose more fat absolutely not so um Therefore, um, ketogenic diet or paleo or whichever diet is um, simply not superior to any other calorically uh, caloric deficit type diet out there. All of them would be um, would be um, useful. There are some differences between e each one of them because you could actually argue that um, carbohydrates are actually uh, muscle sparing as well at the same time. So. Therefore, that would indicate indicate that ketogenic diet would not be optimal for uh, for fat loss um, itself, because that would that could actually lead into some some lean mass losses um, at the same time. But you could uh, you could argue this back and forth forever, because technically, the diet that is is the best diet for you is the one which you can actually sustain 
for the rest of your life in a way um, why because diet is not just a diet which lasts for for some time it is actually a lifestyle change only through a lifestyle change will you will you be able to lose weight sustainably for the rest of your life right um, and understanding what actually drives weight gain weight loss uh, itself and yes you can enjoy life to the fullest um, just by um, um, you know living a very mindful lifestyle in terms of tracking some of your calories that you eat um, or majority of your calories that you eat and learning what types of amounts of calories does for example a glass of red wine or your big mac hamburger or whatever how much calories would, would that actually um, inc include now just a, a way to keep yourself in check and yes you can have these treats and goodies um, um, over over time as well but you know in, indulging c uh, continuously on these will simply mean that um, uh, that that energy will end up on your waistline or in your ass basically um, as adipose tissue ie body fat as uh, quite simple as that uh, at the same time is it healthy to lose weight absolutely um, obviously obesity um, provide so many so many issues um, uh, for your overall health and longevity as well not going to dive into into these in this one maybe in the next podcast uh, we, we can uh, dive into that but again as in weight loss and as in everything else in life as well you cannot overdo it right um, so if you lose too much weight uh, and get too lean uh, i.e in the single digits low single digits body fat um, then um, that will start working against you because your, your body simply starts shutting down and getting into the survival mode, um, which can create all sorts of other issues as well, um, for sure. And obviously, if, if, if you do have a lot of, lot of weight to lose, then there are ways to actually make sure that these adaptations, which your body does over time, uh, do not kick in as strong um, as... Uh, as they might um, so one of these is um, the concept called diet breaks um, so what that could mean for for uh, for someone would be that okay so you're on a, on a caloric deficit for eight weeks and then you simply get a two-week uh, diet break where you lift your calories up to your maintenance calorie levels and you continue for another eight weeks on a caloric deficit um, just to and, and that diet break sort of would um, uh, sort of re return your body's uh, metabolism and hormonal levels um, slightly back towards the uh, towards where they were and help you with that next stage of weight loss too and you can obviously have these types of diet breaks um, throughout your diet um, as well but you would still need to calculate your calories not to actually get into the stage of overeating um, because you don't want to go yo-yo with uh, with your weight as well now <clears throat> one very uh, important topic which has to be addressed here is is the um, problem of yo-yo dieting right so as per what I what I hinted previously is that I, I went through this journey myself whereby I, I failed so many different diets um, I, I lost the weight but I rebounded back and I always ended up rebounding slightly heavier slightly heavier um, than what I was previously and it turns out that this is this is a very common uh, problem and it happens to to a lot of people across the world and um, it's so as mentioned previously the problem is not the weight loss itself the problem is how the body actually rebounds uh, from uh, your your uh, weight loss diet is that when 
when you start eating uh, the amounts that you ate previously or or perhaps even more because your hunger levels are now much higher than what they were um, prior to your your diet uh, what ends up happening is that body overcompensates uh, and quickly fills up your your adipose tissue um, uh, cells so fat cells basically adipocytes um, with body fat and then um, when there is excess um, energy uh, available what what your body can actually do is multiply the um, adipocytes i.e fat cells so create more more fat cells than what there was previously and then that's how you sort of end up gaining more and more weight after each diet if you don't control um, um, the the reverse diet afterwards and when you do this enough enough times then your body continues to generate uh, more fat cells which obviously will have an impact to your hunger levels as well which becomes a very dangerous loop um, overall um, because it will be more difficult for you to control your hunger levels the more adipocytes or fat cells your body actually has and this is a this is an interesting topic and you, you can find a lot of lot more uh, information about this online as well i can link link a few articles um, to the show notes about this uh, this topic too but it's it is something that that your body will not be able to get rid of over time so do be mindful of this um and the 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 and what a lot of people actually say experts on this field is how to prevent um obesity is is just to stay lean for for all of your life basically what and the anecdote or, or the the truth point behind it simply is that when you don't ever get obese or overweight your body do not does not generate um, more fat cells, um, which would then drive more obesity and so forth. Um, so that's a, that's a key point as well to to remember um, in this whole weight loss um, topic itself. All right, guys, I think I've um, I've spoken quite a lot about weight loss itself. Um, there is so many other other topics around this whole weight loss topic to discuss, but uh, we'll keep it short this time around and and sweet. Um, do you, do give me a ping on the socials or leave a comment. Um, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, um, you know, whichever channel you are you are listening to this right now, because there's so many more, uh, so much more very interesting content content around health, um, healthy habits, longevity, uh, fitness, and so forth, uh, which will be available through the Healthzilla Weekly podcast. Do make sure you download the Healthzilla app as well. So many cool updates going into the version 3, which was just launched recently on the App Store. And yes, we are working on the Android version as well. So stay tuned on that and give us a shout out. Thank you very much and have an awesome day ahead. Ciao.